Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Learning to Fly, the podcast. Like I said, we're back, and I am so excited about today's random questions with random people. Not that the people are ever random to me, but they're definitely random to you guys. So, hello, how are you today? I am getting a lot of pain today. You know, same. Uh, But I think that's why today's episode is going to be particularly fun. Also, for anyone wondering, because... I'm in so much pain I forgot to introduce the guest. This is Kit Brannish. <laughs> this is my Milwardy pa- partner in crime. <laughs> partner in crime, partner in chaos. It's all one and the same. Worse. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes better. <laughs> so, that's actually going to be our first question. Aside from Milwardy, what is the craziest project you've ever gotten into with me? With you specifically. With me specifically. Because um, it's been a minute since I've been on the podcast, so we're going to fill the audience in. All right. So that would be the 24-hour poetry podcast, <laughs> um, specifically because I am not a poet. I write poetry sometimes, but prior to like meeting you and becoming friends with you and all that, uh, nope, I'm not, I'm not a poet, so spending 24 hours writing poetry that was yeah that was fun it was fun it was also crazy we're gonna do it again on new year's eve which i advertised yesterday so if you want to know more about that go listen to that episode yay okay so now for actual random questions because like i said it's just been a minute (laughs) Um, so this is one that the audience has wanted me to ask for a really, really long time. If you were a potato, what kind of potato would you be today? Today? Today. Today I would be, alright. Today I would be mashed potatoes specifically made from, like, the box of potato flakes that needs to be rehydrated. Mm -hmm. Okay. That would be, yeah, that would be today. Okay. If you could reread any book for the first time, what would you want to reread? Ooh, okay. So, obviously, to you, not obviously to any of your listeners, but um, my favorite book is absolutely The Hobbit. And I would love to go back to, like, that moment of eight-year-old Kit reading The Hobbit for the first time. It's the first grown-up book they've ever gotten. It was a birthday present from my dad. I say it, it is literally a children's story, but the gift was a box set of all four of those things. So reading The Hobbit 
really set me onto the path of like fantasy authorhood that I've followed since I was nine years old. Um, but I think that that aside, I would actually really like to be able to reread the uh, Raven Cycle book for the first time again. Yeah, um, that makes that makes a lot. Are in the process. I'm trying. I'm trying, slowly but surely. Uh, but I was going to say that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kit Branish is a pen name, and my, my actual government name that I chose and got my name legally changed to was actually from one of the characters in that book series. Um, and I know that it's really not your cup of tea, but I love those books in, like, the twists and the way that she puts them up. And I would love to have the chance to, like, experience those for the first time again. Your Hobbit answer kind of ruined my next question, so we're going to ask it anyway. Uh, um, and we're going to, like, modify it slightly. Because holidays are okay. coming up, what is the best gift you've ever received? And second part, what is the best gift you've ever given? So, The Hobbit was probably the most influential book gift I ever received. Um, but the gift that I received that like had the most I guess emotional impact in the moment um, I moved out here to West Coast area um, when I was just before my 15th birthday so it was um, I was just about to start high school um, and I had lived in rural Kansas my entire life prior to that and my entire family was out there I was very close to all of them and that Christmas, my mom gifted me a copy of the Dr. Seuss book, All the Places You'll Go. And it was like this, this big thing, like, that's the last one. You have to open that one last. Yep. It's the most interesting. And so I opened it up, and I'm like, this is so sweet. And I'm, like, trying not to be disappointed. But also, like, it was hyped up. Yeah. And then I opened the front cover. And pasted into the front cover is an itinerary. My mom had bought me tickets back to Kansas to go visit my family. <laughs> That's so awesome. Ugly sobbing. There are pictures of me, like, fanning my face. My face is bright red. I'm crying. It was so funny. But in that moment, it was like that shock of, oh, no, this is actually a wonderful gift was so impactful just then. I love that. And what is the best gift you've ever given? Ooh, best gift I've ever given. <clears throat> now, I would like to remind you, we don't have to keep our language family friendly, but our content as a whole... Oh, oh no, no, no. <laughs> I have not given that sort of gift. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I wasn't 100% sure when I asked that one. <laughs> Okay, if this one does end up in the final, for context, uh, keeping it language family friendly, I used to work in retail of the adult variety, and so the running joke in our uh, friend group is that if you need something from those kinds of stores, I do have like the knowledge and the resources, but I've never given one as a Good, good. Um, no, I do think that the... Um, my favorite gift that I've ever given, I, I have really bad self-worth, so 
I have a hard time knowing the impact of my actual gifts, but my favorite one that I ever gave was one summer I learned to crochet. Um, literally, my mom taught how to make a chain, and then she taught me how to do one stitch. And then over the course of a total of probably 72 hours clumped into a two-day period. Oh, my God, that makes sense. But clumped into a week. Um, I crocheted my best friend a full-size, like, blanket. Oh. Um, yeah. And the first, the first two days of this, I did, you know, a couple hours of work. And then I finished it at 3 a.m. on December 23rd. <laughs> Because I had spent about 12 hours just nonstop crocheting. My hand would not uncurl from that position for two days after. Oh my gosh. So that's my favorite, like, memory of making and giving someone a gift. I do love to make things rather than buy things. It just, it makes me so happy to pour the love I have <clears throat> for the recipient into whatever it is, and then hand them to it. Hand it to them. Mm -hmm. So, since it's random questions, you know I have a Razer uh, computer, and I have one of the settings on so that the keyboard lights up when you talk. And depending on what type of sound it is, it's a different color. And I don't get to choose what the sound is. It's Sometimes it's based on like the volume of it, sometimes it's based on the beat of it, whatever. What color do you think my keyboard is lighting up because of you because of me oh no oh that's i hope that it's a really cool color i hope that it's like a blue or a purple what's your final answer uh, you know what green i think it's lighting up green it is it's like this neon acid <laughs> green <laughs> hilarious and next to my bright pink computer it's just like well that's yeah. a choice <laughs> you know i am a very colorful person you are you are <laughs> um okay so since this is your first random questions i do have to ask one that's kind of like aimed at the learning to fly audience as a whole um and can maybe benefit them what is one stellar piece of advice you've either given or received in your lifetime that we would like to pass on to the audience yeah oh that time you were like a purple so, okay interesting um i think that the best advice or the advice that i think most impacted me and the course of my life was um, I was reading a book by uh, Chris Beatty who was talking about if you're going to be a creative, if you're going to be a writer or an artist or a poet or what have you because it's such an esoteric field, it's not something that like you get your first job in it and then you can say that you're doing it but the key to having the mindset of an artist who produces, not necessarily an artist who is financially successful or well-known or anything, but an artist who creates art, is to not say, when I'm going, when I grow up, I'm going to be a writer. It's not, I'm going to college so that someday I can be a writer. If you want to have that mindset, 
we changed the words to say, I am a writer. And I read that advice probably at 12 years old, never looked back. When adults would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would always answer, I am a writer. <laughs> because to me, it was not something that was far away someday, but it was something that I was actively building and actively doing. I like that. Yeah. So back to the random silliness, when we did our audio test, the very first thing you decided to say was artichoke. Why? And you didn't just say it either, you like fucking screamed it. Artichoke. Okay, so. My cat, my little, my little baby, Patty, uh, her name is Broccoli. But I couldn't just say broccoli, because that's a name. And I wasn't trying to say a name, I was trying to say a random noun. But I was looking at broccoli. So my mind went vegetables, and then started going through them alphabetically. And artichoke was the first one I thought of. Alrighty. Okay. <laughs> that works. Um, it's sure. better than my mom's reason for arugula, which I can't even say on the podcast. Um, so you know, I'm gonna have to hear your you. You are, and and the best part is you're gonna have to hear it from me first, and then you're gonna have to hear her version, and, and it's a whole thing, oh, dude. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite holiday food? <clears throat> Which I know is hard for you, but I'm sure you've got something in the category or something that you take to holidays. I do eat holiday food. Um, as I'm getting older, my texture sensitivities and food sensitivities are broadening so that I can eat more foods. Uh, for example, when I was a kid, I could not eat turkey, but now I can. I do think, though, that my favorite food that is traditionally like at holidays would just be the plain dinner roll okay um, largely because i've had so many different sensitivities and so many foods that i have to avoid but i've always been able to eat a roll i eat the roll i put some butter on it I pop that boy in my mouth okay if you could have one song that was synonymous, we're in pain, guys. One song that is synonymous with your name from here until the day that even time himself dies. So, like, you can't change this. This is one song that is you from now till ever. What song would it be? Now, here's my follow-up question to you. I am a transgender person with several pen names. Is the song synonymous with the name or with me? You know, I will let you choose that one. <laughs> um, but I do want to emphasize, it's the song. The song. There is no going back on this. Okay, well, I'm going to choose for Kit Branish, because that's the name I am appearing here under today. This is such a serious question. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so much pressure. It's so funny. The ones I'm like, oh, this will be silly. 
people take so seriously. Um, and then the ones that I'm like, oh, this one's actually really fun to me, and it's so serious. And then people like give me the jokiest answer that I've ever had on the podcast. So I honestly like you came to me specifically for today's question. You knew this was going to be interesting. I did. I did. And we're both in so much pain, guys. Like, this is why so Millwardy has been on hold. This is why our collaboration has been on hold. This is why I'm not on YouTube. I am very slowly trying to do things. And the most I've got in me for, like, showing up for you guys is about 30 minutes a day. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I wish I had that. So, there's a reason. We're okay, though. Um, I no, think it's, it's more accurate we uh, will be. <laughs> uh, but yes, song. Where did it go? I just had it. Rainbow by Kesha for Kit Branish. Well. <laughs> that is 100% not what you were expecting. Not at all. <laughs> but it works yeah already and our final question already why do you think it is important people should listen to the learning to fly podcast um because i'm gonna be on it more often duh <laughs> no um <laughs> the actual answer is because you do have quite a lot of experience and knowledge and connection to bring to the world to people who like are starting their creative journeys to people who just want a little more creativity in their lives and because you don't get caught up in that like i can talk to the cows come home about some fluffy if you want to be a creative person this is what you have to do um like self-help podcast but here on Learning to Fly, there's not that facade of perfection. I think that if people want to know that people who are creatives, people who make this their career, are still people and are real human beings, this is the place to really hear that. I appreciate that. That is an answer that yeah. we have not gotten before. Um, although if you had left it at because I'm going to be on it, we've learned that from the Poet Raja being here. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I'm really glad that there was a little bit of addition there and uh, glad that you feel that way. And um, I'm really like, I know I say this every time and then we have some crazy hiatus, but I am genuinely so glad that we are back. And I do really have some amazing guests and some really important things to talk about as soon as I'm able to talk about them. Um, and some really fun things coming up. So there's there's a lot. And I'm, I'm genuinely so excited to be back. And even if I only have 30 minutes a day, I am happy to share some of that with you guys. So thank you, as always, for your time, Kit. Always. And thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode of Random Questions with Random People. We'll be back next Wednesday with an even more random guest. And we'll be back tomorrow with another regular episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast. Bye for now, everyone. <laughs>